Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. <laughs> Film Lord Ange with us today as... Uh, Tootsell. Jen is isolated. Yeah, in Adelaide, stuck... Bums out in Adelaide. But doesn't have COVID-19, we are so stoked to hear. Just found out minutes ago, so now I'm just mad that they're not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, it is a good uh, time when you're self-isolating to catch up on all the movies you should have watched ages ago. Get get into it. Yeah, get people, stuck are, in. people are using this term self-isolating, and it's what I've been doing my whole life, watching movies, <laughs> so this comes as no surprise. Emos rejoice. Exactly. <laughs> self-isolating is in, and I'm very excited to, to learn about Shakedown. Now, I have heard about this one... I think through you or Mm. just somewhere. It's a movie released on Pornhub that's not porn. Yeah, so imagine Pornhub just being the new streaming service. Uh, Alongside your your Netflixes. It probably has as many views as Netflix, to be honest. It has 43 billion views per year is what they're averaging. And they've now decided to... On a planet of 7 billion people. Exactly. And they're now using their platform to showcase arthouse films, which I feel like is a glorious step forward. Shall we have a listen to some of the trailer from Shakedown? Please. If you straight, you don't need to be in the front. Period. If you're not going to tip and you straight, you don't need to be in the front. But don't disrespect by moving out the way when somebody performing a show. Thank you. Thank you. Check this out. I don't mean to applaud anybody, but this is a gay club. Please don't disrespect my dancers. They dance for girls. If you don't like it, just have a seat, boo-boo, okay? It's a G club. Don't get offended by that, okay? You guys are screaming out for change. We don't do that at this club. This is no longer a ghetto club, so don't act like it. LAPD is running through this motherfucker. So again, if you don't like it, ladies, just don't look. Let's move on. The battle zone begins. So, okay, so what are we listening to that's here? That's Shakedown. So that's Lila Weinrob's film. It's a documentary about a black lesbian-owned strip club in downtown LA. And what we just heard just then is Ronnie Ron, who basically manages and MCs the club nights. And what that consists of is Ronnie just, like, walking around this, like, really dark kind of, like, cave-like club. And there are just strippers everywhere just dancing and... Shaking it down. And so you caught up with the director, yeah. Lila Weinrub, and we're going we're gonna to meet her later in Sydney Spotlight. That's right. Uh, I'm very excited for that one. Let's get stuck into uh, what's been happening in the world of cinema. Movie news. All right. Should we start with Bernie Sanders? Yeah, let's start with Bernard. So, uh, do we call him the wishful Democratic candidate? Is that what they? Is that the term they're using? Anyway, Bernie has dropped his movie watching list because people are wondering how do you wind down after a day of you know battling super PACs, and it turns out Bernie just sits back, sits back, sits back, gets out his iPad and watches Lars von Trier and Martin Scorsese. So we all know Lars from you know Antichrist, uh, The House That Jack Built, uh, but specifically Bernie watches Melancholia, Kirsten Dunst's foray into Lars's world, and The Wolf of Wall Street, which is just like you know Kanye West throwing money in the air, Leonardo DiCaprio running down, you know finger bashing whatnot, <laughs> and also old wrestling matches. What not? Really? Or is it boxing? 
Wrestling, boxing, what's the difference? Who one, knows? One of those blood sports. <laughs> mm, one of those bloody ones. <laughs> um, okay, so Bernie Sanders has released his favourite movies that he likes to watch. Truly, true, truly. Interesting. Yeah. Now, still in America, Harvey Weinstein uh, sentenced. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad to finally put this new story to rest because we're all sick of talking about it. It's been since 2017 that the Me Too movement basically started with Weinstein's accusations and he's finally been sentenced to 23 years in jail in historic conviction that comes after years of protesting and complaining about his behaviour and just general investigations. Finally, some good news. And Finally, some we, good news. We do hear with these sort of higher up, these higher echelons, that they don't get a heavy sentence. Yeah. Is Harvey being used as a bit of a... Um Example. Funnily enough, this will uh, happen to you if you're a big time movie producer and you abuse your power. The bracket estimation of his sentence was between five years and 29 years. So he's getting the raw end of the stick, which is completely understandable. And it's really, it's people are saying that it's given a lot of the survivors time to rest and take a deep breath and relax their shoulders a little bit. Now to the news story that everybody's talking about, COVID-19. We've mm. heard how it's been devastating. Live music acts, I lost my gig.com is where people are going. Is there is there a thing a similar thing happening in the world of film and cinema? Are people still going out to watch movies? Fully, fully. So we're seeing more in America and in Europe where restrictions are being tightened and that comes in the example of South by Southwest, which is a huge music, tech and film festival that happens in Austin and it's been cancelled this year. And and it's a real devastation for emerging filmmakers and film culture in general because South by Southwest is a real incubator for first-time talent. I mean, it's where Lena Dunham got her start. It's where Hyung Lee, who we've interviewed on the show, got her first big break on the international scale. They had to cut half their... Oh, no, not half. One-third of their staff. Uh, the festival's going to potentially lose up to $500 million of profits this year. Mm. And it's also kind of pointing towards a new trend that's happening where festivals have to be cancelled because 500 people in a space is considered dangerous to the spread of COVID. So South by Southwest is cancelled. What about other big film festivals yeah. that are going to be happening in 2020? So everyone's now thinking about the big C, which is Cannes, which happens in May. Uh, Emmanuel Macron, the President of France uh, announced that gatherings of 1,000 people are to be restricted. So now Cannes is trying to find ways to have their premieres and their film screenings with less than 1,000 people in a room. That was Movie News on Movies, Movies, Movies. We're going to get Film Lord Jen on the phone and Ange and Jen are going to give you two reviews. One of the Film Lords is in <laughs> self-quarantine. This Let's is, do it. This is the age of COVID-19. <laughs> this is Drama by Terrain. FBI 94.5 I question what I know is true Suspicious of your attitude Come to me with the love and proof The ice fall With caution I fall into you 
by Terrain. You're on Movies, 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 FBI 94.5. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Film Lord Onge will be going first. What are you reviewing today? Woo! I'm reviewing Downhill, which is a remake of a Swedish film by your favourite director. My favourite director? Yes, Ostlund Ruben, who made The Square. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a listen to the trailer. Maybe we ski the beast after lunch. Eat. I don't think I'm... it'll be that challenging. It'll be fine. Is that okay? Yeah, it's, it's fine. Ah! It looked like it was going to kill us. For a and moment. the kids were screaming because it felt like we were going to die. Pete? Wow. And I look over at Pete, and he had grabbed his phone. Pete left us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did I just hear Will Ferrell's voice? Yes, you did. <laughs> and also Elaine from Seinfeld? Yes, uh, and also Selena Meyer from Veep. Uh, I don't know if I specified properly before, but this is a remake of a Swedish film by... And when you say remake, do you mean like a reinterpretation or the film is made as the film is? The public has spoken. I have not seen the original. And uh, full disclosure, I do not love good old Ostland. 
But that's why I think this movie is so uh, perfect for me, because it avoids uh, having to make me watch the original text. Um, but another reason why I wouldn't go see this film in the first place is because, personally, I find skiing outrageous. It is above and beyond self-sabotage. It's expensive. It's labour-intensive. Skiing? skiing, yeah. It's antisocial, in my opinion, and it's the only sport that, like, literally requires carbon emissions as equipment. Skiing is honestly like high school. Only straight guys can enjoy it. And this film, Downhill, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who is underrated and perfectly rated at the same time, in mm. my opinion, basically moralizes the situation and answers the thesis, which is that if husbands suck, they should practice not sucking, because in this film, family goes on a vacay, an avalanche happens, a controlled avalanche, and the family witnesses it, and while it's happening, the husband freaks out and runs away and abandons the mum and the kids. And when they all come out of the, like... It's like the Simpsons movie. I mean, I can't remember, but yes. <laughs> and when they come out of the situation, the mum's like, why didn't you stick around with the kids and I? Like, why did you abandon us? And the husband's like, I don't know, I freaked out. And it basically causes this rift in the marriage and the family while they're on holidays. Anyway, jump forward a couple of plot lines. Miranda Otto shows up and she plays this, like, hilarious, sexually liberated hostess at the ski resort. And she's great. But where this film kind of, like, irks is that it's about elderly couples complaining about hashtags on Instagram, which I find particularly annoying, mm. except in the case of Portlandia, which I feel like satirizes social media in a really effective way, which then begs the question, can Will and Julia do Carrie and Fred? And I don't think they can. Oh. And I feel like for those who love Portlandia, where these hilarious comedians make fun of, you know, Americans travelling to Europe, it's really hard to watch downhill because they just do it so effortlessly. And uh, period. Okay, downhill, maybe just watch Portlandia. I'm, I think so. I'm leaking in uh, the phone line of Jen, our our film lord, who is in self-quarantine in, in South Australia, uh, doesn't have coronavirus, thankfully. Jen, what did you think of downhill? <laughs> have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I want to see it. I love Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell, and I'm fine with skiing, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with skiing. I'm fine with it too. Um, I'm fine with skiing. It's a self-isolating sport. <laughs> this is where you and I differ, Jen. Uh, good to have you back. Okay, well, let's give you down... You want to get into that powder? <laughs> let's give downhill in a word. In a word? Uh, skiing. Fully skiing. Okay. All right. Uh, Film Lord Jen, we are going to get to your review now. Let's take a listen to the trailer of Queen and Slim, which was an FBI first look screening recently. Just opening it here. Get on the ground! Keep your hands where I can see Why is he under arrest? What is your badge number? Chill, just chill! I'm reaching for my cell phone! Now let's go. Cop killers! Cop killers! Okay, Queen and Slim. Whoa. I think my laptop just went into another song. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, okay, Jen, what did you think? <laughs> I was going to say, I know that Flea is in this movie, but I don't think that there's any music that sounds like that in this movie. The score's done by Dev Hines. It's Queen and Slim, like, favorite. It's, it's a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde, but it's also A Star is Born. But instead of singing Shallow, Daniel Kaluuya makes it killing a racist cop. It's from Melina Matsukas, who directed the original Lady Gaga music video, Just Dance, uh, in a world, and that's written by Lena Waithe, who's still the best thing to come out of Master of None. Uh, it's about these two people that go on the run. They're super vanilla. They've been on a, de- 
on a bad date and they become superstars, get new outfits, sit out of car, car windows, fuck during race riots, and oh, oh my god, I dropped the F-bomb, and discover the meaning of life at driving around the South with a few arguments along the way. Based on the idea by James Frey, who wrote this book for the final testament of the Holy Bible, where Jesus comes back and just like has sex with everyone. And it feels kind of like radical chic. I mean, Melina also did Formation, and it feels like a, maybe an appropriation of the Black Lives Matter movement while also being a part of it. Starting in Cleveland, which is one of the last stops in the Underground Railroad, this film really tries to like symbolize every single thing that has been in our sort of cultural zeitgeist for the last few years in a really earnest way. It does Chloe Seb as well, but it can't help but feel a little bit like Bradley Cooper made this. Queen and Slim. What Queen you... and Slim. Oh. Was that too harsh? Andre, what do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, I loved it also. I love that comment about Brother Cooper potentially making this. That is such a canon and such a genre. It is. It feels like the new genre of like earnest symbolic filmmaking trying to like cover every base. Mm. I personally love the kind of, you know, group of films that are like earnest, poetic and kind of on the nose about it. And that's why I kind of mess with this film. I messed with this film too. I feel like I just had to like lay out what you're going into. But at the end of the day, this is like total wish fulfillment and like not wish fulfillment. It still holds like a really, really strong message about like the horror of living in America um, at the moment. But it, um, yeah, it's also just so grand that it, it loses itself a little bit, I think. Brides, I think that's all we have to say about it. To be well, honest. Queen and Slim uh, is in cinemas at the moment. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Go along and see it. What would you... <laughs> Get going. <laughs> Get going. Um, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, Jen, what it's been like for you in self-quarantine. Uh, for how, how long has it been now? Honestly, it's been a week, and it's because I have all of the symptoms, but apparently I don't have it, so it's also kind of embarrassing. And now all I want to do is go to a cinema, which you're not allowed to do, really, and watch Queen and Slim because there's this like great sequence where they sit out of a car window and drive through. And that's kind of what I feel like people might do on COVID. They might get so over self-isolation that they just go on a huge road trip while no one's anywhere. Oh my God, Jen, that's such a good idea for a short film. I'm pitching to you right now. We write a short film about people who escape self-quarantine and they go for a road trip and they put their feet out of the car window while the car is moving. The best thing to do is to get some sun. So honestly, get on your roof, get in a car and just like stick your head out the window and get some sun to kill this virus. We should get a drone shot of people sitting on their roofs trying to get sun while they have COVID-19. Bridie's like, stop talking about pictures right now. (laughs) I'm just thinking, how can we keep the community as safe as possible? And that too as well. Here's Um, what we can do. Tune in to Sydney Spotlight because we are talking to Leela Weinrub. Really exciting to get in contact with a filmmaker who's made an art house film that is showing on Pornhub at the moment. And she's going to tell us... That's what you do in self-isolation. Literally. Literally. This is Movies, Movies, Movies. Thank you so much, Film Lord Jen, for joining us for two reviews. And you can listen back on the podcast, Movies, Movies, Movies. Uh, Stay safe and hopefully we'll catch you next week. Thank you. See ya. Bye. We're going to go to a track here from Bonoffi and come back with that chat with Leela. And a couple of texts coming in as well about two reviews. We'll get to those right after this one. You're on Movies, Movies, Movies here on Mornings. FBI 94.5, Bridie with you and Anj with you as well. Anj, you got a very exciting interview recently, a chat with Leela Weinrub, the director of Shakedown, which is about a lesbian strip club set in the noughties? 
Uh, early 2000s yeah. uh, in LA. Basically, Leela shot between 2003 and 15, compiled this like really staggering document of like a really awesome underground strip club, and it no longer exists. So this is basically archiving history. And I got in touch with her over the phone and we had a really long chat that I had to squeeze down to a tiny Sydney spotlight. But why we're talking is because Shakedown is premiering at the moment for the whole month of March on Pornhub. And every week throughout March, I think every Saturday, Leela's going to be on a special chat on the Pornhub website where you can send messages and ask her questions. And she even asked me to specifically address the FBI audience by saying, Please send in your questions from Australia. Love to answer them. Really want to get Shakedown seen by as many people as possible. I'm loving all these texts coming in for Downhill. We'll get to them after this. Leela Wine Hub, uh, Rub, sorry, chatting with Ange about Shakedown. Hey, FBI. My name is Leela Weinrob, and I'm calling... No, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling from Los Angeles. <laughs> I guess I'm going to talk to you about my film, Shakedown, that everyone can watch right now online. I don't mean to applaud anybody, but this is a gay club. Please don't disrespect my dancers. They dance for girls. If you don't like it, just have a seat, boo-boo, okay? It's a G club. Don't get offended by that, okay? I mean, I love fantasy, and I love, like, a fantasy world. You know, I love people that are, their job is to kind of, like, create a fantasy world in a way, like, as a filmmaker. Um, That was, like, part of the job, part of our job was to, you know, accurately portray these, like, bubble fantasy moments that were happening every night at Shakedown, you know? And I think that, like, in the film, you really get to feel it, and you really get to feel, like, what it was like to be there. But um, also at that time, there was something that was really cool um, that I felt was just like running the whole world, which is just this high femme female persona. And yeah, I don't know. I love that. Making Shakedown was an experience for me of uh, utopia, you know, and um, I, you know, I don't know. I I personally have been able to, like, um, be involved in a few utopic moments. I mean, when I started to film at Shakedown, I had no idea what was going to happen, you know? I think that originally my work was just to document it and to make sure people knew that it existed, you know? It's a whole different element of life. It's a whole different design of being a person. It's like I can just be me at all times, you know? And... I guess that's what the film is for. I think there's a lot of people that have been looking for this kind of feeling that was at the club, which is about, like, it's a di- it's invention on sex and invention on, like, how to be a woman. Like, Shakedown, the shows at Shakedown were, like, an invention on how to be a woman and how to be in public and have a sexual experience that is respectful, you know, that is risque and respectful at the same time. I don't know, that information needs to be communicated. Like, there's ways to do strip clubs that are, like, very sexy. And um, the performer is in charge and, like, commanding the show in the room and the, like, energy in the space, you know? I guess it was about, like, letting people know that this was happening, that it exists, that it's possible. 
Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do when I get home from FBI this afternoon is go on pornhub.com and look up The Shakedown because I really want to see this. It's a non-pornographic film released through Pornhub as if it was its own streaming service. Exactly. My only question is about watching Shakedown is that, is it going to chew up? Because I've got a tether from my phone to watch movies online. Is that going to chew up too much data? How long is it? Well, funnily enough, people are calling this a durational art house film. So you'd expect it to be a long haul fly, but it's actually only an hour long and it's really, really worth watching. And I think it's actually perfect for Sydney Spotlight because what do you do in a town where everyone has to stay indoors? You just go on Pornhub and watch art films. Literally. We just heard from Leela Weinraub, the director, who caught up with Onge for Movies, Movies, Movies. Make sure you check out the podcast and the Instagram if you want to read back over two reviews. Yes, and also Shakedown's only available till the end of March, so you only have two more weeks, I think, (gasps) to watch Shakedown before it disappears for a little while. It doesn't matter because I'm watching it this afternoon. There's some great tracks in it. Uh, One of them is an unreleased Kalela track which is amazing. Now, we had a few texts come in here. You reviewed Downhill before with Will Ferrell and... Um, what's her name? Sorry. I put- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, Jackie texts in saying, I saw Downhill yesterday. I thought it would be a satire with those two in it, but it's actually a serious plot. Watching a Will Ferrell play a straight role is like watching Adam Sandler. You're waiting for the punchline, dot, dot, dot. Good point, considering that Adam Sandler is trying to be a dramatic actor. End of comment. Your thoughts? No? Well, I, I, Will Ferrell plays it so comedically in this film that I feel like it, this actually is just a funny satire. I don't think there's drama in this at all. John C. Riley as well, whenever he plays mm. uh, a serious role, it's just like... But he's also a genius, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, you love him. <laughs> I love him. Christopher texts in, Hey guys, can't believe you haven't mentioned the movie Contagion. Star-studded cast, super relevant and scary AF. Enjoy your day and be safe. Thanks, yeah. Christopher. We mentioned Steven Soderbergh, the director, way too many times on the show, so so that's why we haven't spoken about contagion. But yes, it is popular at the moment because it is about a virus. It would be the obvious choice for movies, movies, movies to talk about the top ten um, apocalypse or virus, virus sci-fi, sci-fi related movies. films. But we're not about that on movies, Mm-mm-mm. movies. We're about subverting the norm, and that's what I love about it. Mm, exactly. You're, you're my favourite indie film. Oh, indie film with a budget. <laughs> yeah, series budget cuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> on. Film Lord Onge and Film Lord Jen, who is uh, not with us in lockdown, but will be back hopefully next week. Thank you so much for bringing us the latest in movies news and keeping all those people who are self-isolating at the moment company on FBI 94.5. Mm-hmm. That's right. Check out Pornhub, Shakedown, wash your hands. Coming up soon, we are taking you to the Lansdowne, not literally, of course, but on your radio to hear from Remy. Live music on FBI 94.5 on mornings. Catch you next week, Onge. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.